0: Recruit Jake and the crew at Edwards and Smith Buyers Agents. Visit edwardsandsmith.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast with Jake Edwards and Jason Matthews. It's all about health, wealth, and footy.
1: Oh, yes. Welcome to it. Saturdays here in the Southeast. I'm Jason Matthews. Jakey Edwards sitting opposite me, mate. How are you? Very well, Jason. How are you going? Yeah, good. You sound a bit,
2: uh, bit
1: tired. I'm a bit tired. Tired. Hay fever.
2: Oh, hay fever. Yeah, I get it. At this time of year, it's like clockwork. Okay, well, mine's sports fever. Yeah, very true. A lot going on at the moment. Beautiful to watch. Mrs. hates it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but uh, no, loves I'm, sitting on the
1: couch. Well, I'm in a house full of females, including uh, the cat. The dogs. Uh, one dog, one cat's fever. It's just me and one male cat. We're loving it. <laughs> We're just trying to find somewhere to watch it in peace and quiet. But I tell you, what, it's, it's just been amazing. Rug, magic rugby league games. Uh, sport, uh, isn't it? Uh, look, the the FIFA Women's World Cup. Australia, of course, won on Thursday night 1-0. The Ashes. We've got that going on. The British Open. Yeah, golf.
2: Everything's happening. And, mate, the swimming's to come
1: as well. Yeah. So it, it, there is so much stuff going on at the moment. It's just – it's so good. It's so good to be a sports fan. And, of course – Today there's massive sport around the southeast. Of course we'll talk about it probably soon is the the Brisbane Lions and Geelong Cat's
2: sellout at Only the Gabba cats. this afternoon. On the cats. What? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a cat man. Do you know where we are? Yeah. We're Gold broadcasting
1: Coast. in Brisbane <laughs> as well. <laughs> Brisbane and the Gold Coast. I spent a couple of years at the Cats. It's called Saturdays in the South (laughs) East.
2: It's not not called Saturdays in Geelong. Uh, No, I've been a Cat fan for about eight years now. My cousin's still involved there. Only eight years? I was Collingwood growing up, went and played my footy at Carlton, left Carlton, followed Gold Coast Suns for a period. They weren't going too well, so I jumped ship to the Cats when I went there in 1617. So... Good game. Big game. I'm sorry. Big game. How can you
1: support so many footy teams? You, I've been a South Sydney supporter all my life. My my older brothers were South supporters. Bang, I stick with them.
2: You know, I, I think once I got into the system, lost all emotional attachment to any club. I could understand you obviously yeah. having a liking for
1: Carlton because you are playing there and you put everything into that, right? Yeah. I, I could understand you supporting or having a soft spot for a team that you followed as a young boy. I get that. But the Gold Coast Suns, you switched, you switched to them. Yeah, Why? it
2: was it Ablett was Jr. went there, and I was just one of those jump on the bandwagon Bandwagon, yeah, at the time. And in the
1: meantime, you've got this wonderful team in Brisbane who have rebuilt, playing fantastic football, except for at the MCG, that's a joke. Uh,
2: and and you haven't even
1: got the time to support them.
2: Well, that's not true because I actually went out to the new facility on Tuesday at Springfield there and they gave me a tour um, with one of their com- corporate people, which is yep. nice. Yep. Have, you wouldn't have been out there. Have you been out there yet? No, I don't go that far on holidays. No, I wouldn't have thought you did. No. Um <laughs> But it's a beautiful facility. Yeah, It's a shame that it's four hours outside of Brisbane. I know a lot of the boys and that who live in Bulimba and Hawthorne aren't happy about moving from the Gabba.
1: Well, they can get their yak milk latte <laughs> to go and drive that. <laughs> out there. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But it, it, you know what I love about this, and I've talked about this on Sports Day with Sats and Rat, is that it is the best place to be for the AFL. I don't know whether it's the best place to be for the Brisbane Lions, but it is the best spot to be for AFL. Just from it's, a
2: catchment point of view. And, mate, yeah, it's, the it's, growth,
1: it's the growth ca- corridor mm. of of residential Brisbane, but it's also the growth corridor for sport in Australia. And in the meantime,
2: the NRL are too stupid yeah. to recognise this. Well, Ipswich has provided so many great plays in the rugby league. You know, you would have thought they would have put some time.
1: Well, Scott Sattler, some... you saw him earlier today. He he was a part of that bid. Mm. He was a part of the Brisbane Jets bid to put a team out there. Yep. They were dumbfounded. Was that instead of the
2: Dolphins? Was yeah, that the whole yeah, that was the whole there? thing. Okay, yeah. M- money talks, you think? Oh, absolutely. The
1: absolutely. Yeah. And it's a less of a risk, it's right? Because they've got massive backing. And I get that. I get those boxes that are ticked. And nothing against the Dolphins, by the way. Nope. Uh, good on them. Good on them for winning that license. And and they're going terrifically well, right? Yep. So that's that's great. But in the meantime, guess what game's growing out west of Brisbane? AFL. You see the players out there. You mm. see the facilities. Yep. Um, people from the club are involved in the community. And I, I just think the NRL are just stupid in thinking, oh, that's, oh I think it's more arrogance. And the AFL mm. will take – they don't care if it takes 50 to 100 years.
2: You've got the money there. They'll they got invest. The,
1: They've got the backing. Yeah. yeah. You know, what you're going to start seeing first and foremost – I know this is not the direction we're heading, by the way. but <laughs> Go for it. But, but you're going to start seeing AFL goalposts in schools mm. – and the NRL one's come down.
2: Well, one of our partners is AFLQ. Jason, what they talk about the last six or so months is that statistically at the ground level, grassroots now, participation-wise, it's taken over rugby league. So what's that going to say for the sport in five years' time? It's going to suggest that these young people coming through are going to start watching more AFL. We've spoken about this heaps of times, mate. What, the AFL do it great with you know, What is it, 50, 80 bucks a year? They get a backpack and a footy and, and a lot of southerners coming up.
1: Yeah, one of my girls went through that for one year. She wasn't, in in the end, she wasn't interested in the game, but she had a ball, mate. That's it. Every Friday afternoon at, yep. at Labrador, she'd yep. be going out to Auskick and having a crane. She loved it, yeah, but, but she wasn't interested in playing the game, which is fine. At least she had a go, right? Yep. But there's, yeah, you're right. There were so many
2: kids there and girls. Mm. Girl, mm. Incredible. Touching on the girls in sport, what did you think Thursday night? What's oh, I loved the, it. The, it's great, isn't it great? Like I, it. I was sitting on the couch with my partner and I was saying that I still can't get my head around these bigoted old school characters who just have that silly argument against women's sport for what it is. But I said to my partner on top of the couch, I said, if we had a daughter right now <clears throat> and she wanted to go watch women's sport, I'd be down in Sydney at that stadium showing her what she could potentially become. As an oh. athlete later on in their life, but is that not what every father wants for their children, especially their daughters coming through? You got you got two two daughters, Jace yep. the, I'm surely that has an impact on on you, mate, getting them involved in sport, if anything. Yeah, oh,
1: mate. I was actually believe it or not, we'd made plans to sit on the couch and watch that together. And again, I mentioned this on Sports Day during the week. Ah, uh, but the girls forgot they booked tickets to go and see Barbie the movie. <laughs> so it was myself and my wife watching it. Yeah, but I I, I got to say that they will they will now. There's so much talk around this World Cup, mm-hmm. and it's in your face, right? They will now, in their own way, look up and follow those. I mean, they all know who Sam Kerr is. Yep. Right. But uh, they'll look up the the rest of the girls on TikTok. That's where they get their. That's where they get all of their stuff from. And they will look to those girls as um, inspiration um, and as mentors mm. because they're such a wonderful bunch of women playing for for the Matildas.
2: Yeah, it's fantastic. I, yeah. I loved it. I Although it was great. Um, a big a big loss but with Sammy Kerr. Uh, what's the prognosis with her? I, I never heard... Oh, back of uh, it was a late
1: it, mate. They did so. She hurt herself in a training session on Wednesday, so it would have been probably their equivalent to the captain's run. Yep,
2: uh, and in a it, calf it, was it? Yeah.
1: So we don't know how long yet. They kept it very quiet.
2: Yeah,
1: that they kept that as quiet as the Justin Holbrook sacking. Yeah, that that, that the Titans <laughs> did. It was that that got out about an hour before or two hours before kickoff. It actually happened. Yeah, and they've yeah. gone. She's not playing, and yep. we thought. We thought people were joking. They were texting Sats and us, mm. uh, myself, while we are on the air because we are on before that. And, um, no, it ended up being true, mm. out. so, But, you know what, we still got the job done without it. It wasn't Australia's best performance. I, I looked at it and I thought it was fine. But according to the Matildas, it wasn't their best performance.
2: Yeah, look, I don't – nothing about it. We've got Barry Wilkinson from SW Brokerage on the show later on. He's a great soccer fan. Let's ask him and his thoughts on the game, whether he had the chance to watch it or not. But from what I could see um, – it doesn't bother me, mate. What the sport looks like as a spectacle as much as it is for the future yep. coming through. I, I I know what it is. It yep. is what it is. Same as women's yep. AFL. It it plays its role. It is what it is. I don't have any other expectation outside of the fact that it gets engagement. Oh, I think it's better than AFLW. More, more people. Uh, I, I agree with that. I uh, I do agree. I, with
1: that. I, uh, this is no. Nah, this is, I was impressed. Yep. I was. Impre- I tell you what. Tonight's <clears throat> uh, the Gabba. It's our turn to shine because England taking on Haiti, and of course. Um, Australia will play uh, next Thursday night at the Gabba, so it's um, it's it's all happening. And of course, yep. the, the Matildas have been using Brisbane as their base, so that's the other good thing. If you've been walking around South Bank, you're
2: just bumping into Matildas. Uh, speaking of sport here in Queensland, mm. it, I hear that the Commonwealth Games might be getting a run. You know what, Tom? Here. Tom, I know
1: a lot of people in Brisbane probably aren't big fans of Tom Tate, yeah, uh, particularly at uh, at government levels. <laughs> but I tell you what. You know what? He has a dig. And I, I hear what he was saying that, you know, we've got the infrastructure. It's yeah. still fairly new. We've maintained it. I think the Gold Coast could probably put on a scaled back version of the Commonwealth Games.
2: Yeah. They'd be able to pull it off. Like, we had, well, when was it we had it up here? We 2018. Yeah. Well, geez, it's six years ago. Surely, by the time it gets here, what's that, another couple of years? So.
1: But all the facilities are still being used. All those yep. facilities were built around Metricon Stadium. Mm-hmm. We've got um, the facilities built at Coomera with uh, the indoor sports. Mm-hmm. You've got Southport Pool, which is still in terrific condition. Um, I, I, I I can't see a problem. Seabus Stadium. It's whether all these all these facilities are available, available. Mm. but they have maintained them. We've got the public transport infrastructure on the Gold Coast.
2: Yeah, well, what, <clears throat> let's take this opportunity for the government, local, federal, state to look at what's the game plan with. Carrara Stadium there with the infrastructure because one of the challenges has been with the AFL is where it's located this connection to the coastline getting people from there out to the stadium Did so the buses run all right yeah I reckon we could fit it's probably not even just the transport probably more there's some patch of grass that runs around that lake around there that's mm. pretty vacant mm. imagine that as like a another South Bank or something where we get some restaurants in there and I guess the challenge is whether or not they'd be viable from a, a financial yeah. standpoint. But, but even
1: even a temporary yeah, solution. So you, like that you would go be great. to the, yeah, you go to the footy and you've got food trucks and stuff there. Yeah. Turn it into and I think that's what we need to do better in Australia. Mm. You go to Suncorp Stadium, you go to Caxton Street, have a couple of beers, a steak or whatever, and then wander down to the stadium close to kickoff. That's that's terrific. Yep. At Homebush in Sydney, you've got nothing. You've got a couple of hotels, and they do put temporary food marquees and you can grab, you know, a shish kebab or whatever you want before. You, but it's not the same. It's, yeah. but there is an opportunity, and and we, it's almost like we frown against it in Australia that we don't want people at the stadium before kickoff. Look at America tailgates, yeah.
2: tailgates, tailgate, yeah, even. well, they do it the AFL pre grand final day. Get the people at the barbies out. But it's one one time a year. They have got that oval right next to Carrara that always train on. That's as right. Well, so we could open that up. And put the food trucks on there and yeah, I'll look at there. us going straight to the food for the whether, <laughs> I don't know whether you can
1: afford the Commonwealth Games in 2026, but we're worried about the catering <laughs> at Metricon. Well, it's not Metricon Stadium anymore, Heritage Bank Stadium. So, yes, yeah, look, interesting. Mm. Um, if anyone can get stuff done, it's Tom Tate, but I he's going to need
2: the support of Anastasia Palaszczuk, and I don't think that's, that's going to happen. happen. Uh, if anything, the consistency of putting Gold Coast up in the lights is a PR thing, which is only going to benefit the state and benefit the southeast, which is... You'll get it cheap too. Yeah, well, it's not going to cost $7 billion. It was never costing $7 billion. Oh, I'm That's still trying to like. get my head around. How do you go from a budget of uh, $2 million to 7 And the budget was reviewed six weeks prior. Yeah. And it never came up then. No.
1: No, um, I don't know. I think we're all smelling <laughs> the same BS. Has
2: it come out in terms of what is, what's it going to cost to cancel it?
1: Do, yeah, Do we well, know
2: that yet? Probably not. Probably a billion dollars.
1: Oh, no. Who knows what the legal fees will be and all that sort of stuff. Yeah,
2: that's right. That's
1: right. Anyway, I feel sorry for the athletes who have been preparing for a home Commonwealth Games and also the people of Victoria in regional Victoria who were so excited about this new infrastructure and the games Mm -hmm. being in those major centres in Victoria. Nothing. All
2: gone now. Yep. And being a country vic lad myself, I know a lot of people in Ballarat were really looking forward to it. Geelong. Those areas were... They thrive on this happening once every, say, 10 years of something of this importance mm. to bring a spotlight onto the suburb, uh, the suburban areas country, yeah. to drive tourism out there. And it's a shame, you look at Mars Stadium, which is now where the Bulldogs play. And GWS and are playing, I think, next week too. Yeah, so it's it's really important. And I, I can only understand the the stab they feel in the back at the moment with all that. A lot of businesses have invested, you know, future earnings mm, on, mm. on this coming into thinking the, it was coming in. Yeah. yeah and it's just going to, yeah, it's going yeah, to not be All good. right.
1: Well, let's, that's enough Ballarat talk, uh, <laughs> back into the Southeast. Jeez, you, I can't believe you don't like the Brisbane Lions round 17 of the quaffle. We'll have a look at that and we'll see what else is happening across the Southeast this week. And as you said to managing director of SW brokerage, uh, Barry Wilkinson, a massive dribbler. And when I say dribbler, I mean of the soccer variety. Uh, will be joining us. Is that fair to say? That's fair. Yeah, yeah. The dribbler himself, uh, Barry <laughs> Wilkinson, on the show. This is Saturdays in the Southeast. Welcome to it on SENQ six ninety three AM in Brisbane. What a big weekend in sport and those through SEN sixteen twenty on the Gold Coast. Back in a moment as we take a look at round seventeen of the Quaffle here on SEN. Recruit Jake and the
0: crew at Edwards and Smith Buyers Agents. Visit edwardsandsmith.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast with Jake Edwards and Jason Matthews. It's all about health, wealth, and footy. NAB AFL OzKick is back. Register at play.afl/ozkick. This is Saturdays in the Southeast on SEN.
1: I will tell you what. Uh, last week we we kicked off the show about the Suns and that, and Caroline Wilson and your apology to her uh, for bagging her the week before. Oh, um, nice. So that was good. And 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 I asked the question. This is how much we know about footy. Uh, I asked the question about well, what what benefit is there to the Suns by getting rid of Stewie Dew and having Stephen King uh, take over as caretaker coach for
2: the rest of the year? They have a win. Yeah, well, it's a so great. What do we know? It was a great win too, actually. St. Kilda have been a little bit up and down this year, but you know to get them on the home deck at Carrara and get the job done was fantastic for the for the group, no doubt. Tough tough couple of weeks, but we're, we're still can't... only a game out of the final. This, oh, it's this, a this wee! A... It's a wee now, is it? <laughs> well, it's a wee. No, no, I've been their bandwagon the whole time. Um, I've just been frustrated about just the process and the consistency yeah. of of coaching staff and players and everything that comes along with that, which generally builds Jake. inconsistency <laughs> of performance, Jason. Having, you know, performed in a ultra high elite performance program myself, <laughs> unlike you potentially, Jace at times. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Good that's, point. It's really, really, really important. But yeah, but it's the same group of players. Generally, the
1: same game plan. Yep. Why do they turn it around? Or, or just the, is it just because St Kilda were ordinary oh, and they a, were ordinary?
2: Yeah, they were. It's a bit of both. But I think what uh, Kingy. He did during the week and I think He put um, him on notice, didn't he? One on notice. But I think also from a playing point perspective as a game plan, I think he just took the shackles off and just said, Boys, go out and play. Nice. Just just play freely. Well, what's he got to lose? Well, exactly he's got nothing to lose. He's the so, he's the caretaker coach. It's a, gotta be hard week. As a coach yeah, it has to be hard week. I mean if they lose hard week, then oh mate, it's be the biggest loss the Suns will ever have in the history of the football club. But as you yeah. say, a win outside the eight. One win inside the eight. Yeah, so, and still fair whack of
1: the season to go. So still a chance, Suns fans. Well, well I'll tell you, Dewey um, jumped well, on a well, plane and went over to England. Well, yeah. let me throw this out there. Do you think Dewey, Stewie, Stewie Dewey, had a, an idea, an inkling, apart from the Caroline Wilson report, do you think he had an idea that this was coming? Because all of a sudden you just don't turn up in the Australian coaching <laughs> ranks. Yeah. He's there because of his great mate, uh, Travis Head. Yep. But all, that's
2: not something you arrange in five days. No, it's it's not, but I think that he I think he knew the writing was on the wall if they didn't continue to win. And coming off the back of a a loss and a win a loss win loss, the pressure was there. And I think I didn't think he was going to lose his job as quick as he did. Yeah. I I, I think he was blindsided. Well,
1: he got his accreditation and his
2: tracksuit pretty quick. Yes, got with the hoodie. The Australian cricket. Isn't that weird? You got the hoodie on, yeah. I know, isn't that weird that he's over
1: there? It's gotta be a sponsors thing. He looks like Beefy Botham. (laughs)
2: He's got the gut, is not he? Yeah, I won't go there, actually. no. It's a bit cruel. Yeah, I won't go
1: there. Um, Kangaroos have confirmed Alistair Clarkson. This is a good story. We'll return to full-time coaching duties ahead of round 21 clash against Melbourne. Caretaker coach Brett Ratton will still be in charge this weekend before handing the team back to Clarkson, who took uh, leave earlier uh, this year to deal with the Hawthorne racist um, allegations. It is really good to see him back.
2: It's fantastic. They started the year off two wins. You know the Messiah was there. Clarko walks in the club. They have a couple of great wins. I think the Kangaroo family just now just dragging their feet, waiting for him to come back. And yeah, it's great for him. It's great for the for the game, and it's great for North Melbourne. Can I and can
1: I say Kurt, awesome, well done to North Melbourne for standing by and believing Alistair Clarkson. Yep. You know yep. they took it. He. I remember their, their CEO or chairperson come out and, and she said, no, we've had a chat with him. Mm. He's given us his side of the story and we stand by him. And that was really early on. And, and that's a credit because a lot of clubs nowadays would
2: panic. Yep. Yeah, they get on the crisis mode. Yep. yep. I'll I t- tell you what that reminds me of. 2016 with Peggy O'Neill, uh, the way they handled um, – Hardwick at the time, there was a lot of kind of outside noise trying to get rid of him, but they stood strong and you know, stuck yep. by him. I think of North Melbourne, to me, that's a sign of a really strong board. It's yep. a sign of a strong club that's got their act together behind the scenes. They didn't panic. They had Ratton there in the waiting to play a role. Knew he was going to come back later in the year, and it's almost now. That's kind of water on the bridge. Let's get back to business, and hopefully hopefully for the, the Roos, mate, they can get a couple wins. It would be a tragedy if the AFOL were to lose a club like yeah. the North Melbourne Football Club with the history that they've had through the 90s, oh, the Wayne Careys of the world. Yeah, I I'm, I remember about. they beat the Swans up. in a grand final, mate. Yeah, they did. Yep. Yeah, they'll be stiff there. Um, but, yeah, mate, great for footy. Great to see Clark go back. But well done on, the, on the, I agree, the administration the way they handled that. It's terrific. Let's look at the quaffle. I'm calling it now, and it
1: might be slightly controversial, controversial, and it may be early, but the wheels have fallen off Aspley.
2: <laughs> Belted by Broadbeach last week. What's going on there? Yeah, it's, uh, well, Broadbeach, uh, they've been thereabouts. They've been, I think they might be getting a few plays back, a bit more consistency in the year. I was talking about this the other day, one of the, the boys I'm um, involved with at Cooperroo This time of the year, that kind of coming out the back of winter, but it's probably the coldest part of the year. It's, 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 Are it's you a, serious? It's football, mate. It's a slog. It's it's a, You're it, not it, even
1: wearing socks today with your, your, it's your four, short trousers.
2: <laughs> it's a four-week period of the year that's, that's tougher than the rest oh, of the year. And uh, You it. know, hey, I'm trying to stick up for the Aspie oh, boys. We've oh, had the coach in oh. here. I'm trying to do the right They're thing. They that had a crap game. Yeah, fair enough. Probably right. But I'm calling it. They're going to get the wooden spoon. But no, they'll way. bounce back against Noosa this week, I would have thought. Uh, they probably brought the mouth guards to train during the week and stuck into it. What, they're not training with mouthguards? What's going on there? You never train with mouthguards. Are you
1: serious? That's when some serious accidents could happen. No. Nah. Just don't do it. Well, on Thursday night, a player for St. George got injured in the warm-up. Why do you guys persist with these half-hour warm-ups? Why don't you just <laughs> shake your leg and run out like we used to in the old days? <laughs>
2: Why, why don't you do that? The thing I don't understand though, with footy AFL is that you do a warm-up before the game, but then half-time, <laughs> this is local footy, yeah. and then half-time you just literally run from the club room straight out to your positions most of the time. Yeah, right.
1: So you've been boiling hot, yeah. then cold. Yeah, I don't get it. No. Mate, all, you, all we used to do back playing footy in my day was we just try and touch our toes. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember. Meals? I still remember the best game I ever played in rugby was I had I did McHappy day and had two Big Macs before kickoff. No, you didn't. I did. Did And I was just, mate, I was flying high. And I played that well as a front rower. I was actually called to sit on the bench in first grade. And they said, don't worry, you won't get a run. But just in case, in the first five minutes, the front rower for our first grade goes down. I'm on. I've still got a gut (laughs) full of Big Macs, right? This is going around in my stomach. And then I get
2: injured in first grade. I would say it's funny because I was like, again I had this conversation with a couple of boys last weekend. So we had the weekend off and we went out and had a couple of beers we we're sharing some stories and one thing that I've never done in my whole entire football career even at local level which makes more sense where this might happen is that um I've never I've never had or been say drunk the night before a, a game like I've, I might have had a couple of wines or a couple of beers but I know some blokes in that have gone out, you know, on the on the on the cairns the night before and walked in at four AM and then walked into a football ground uh, over and played a At game Very amateur the, level, yeah. Very amateur level stuff. And I'm like, man, I could never I could never rock up and I've never have rocked up to a game not prepared or feeling a little bit, you know, over under the yeah, weather or right. anything like that. All of those blokes
1: who are driving to local sport right now getting yeah. ready, I know what you're thinking. Jake hasn't lived. I agree. <laughs>
2: uh the Grange host Baruchidor, who wins that? Oh, oh geez, that's a tough one. I would say uh Grange at home.
1: Mal Gravatt uh playing Morningside who belted Noosa last week by seventy nine
2: points. Yeah, morningside, I think. Robbo was back last week too. Oh, he doesn't do anything.
1: <laughs> Broadbeach at home to Vic Point.
2: Uh that well, Broadbeach off the back of last week. Uh, look, Vic Point. Right yep. Surface. Sherwood, uh, Surfers.
1: and Palm Beach make up the round against Labrador. This is going to be a fiery game. Well, th- th- this is my game in the round
2: this one. This yeah. is Palm Beach first Labrador. Um, yeah, big game, big game. What do you think? Well, I'm going to say Labrador. Yeah. But
1: even I, even when I play cricket, I hate travelling down to La, uh, down to Palm Beach to play cricket against Palm Beach Crumbin. Why? Oh, they the cheats. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not cheats. They're, they're always
2: fiery encounters. Yeah, it's even always, up, yeah. I, I found that out pretty quickly moving up here from the south and that that has a bit of a, a rivalry going on between those two clubs. But Is Armitage back? Is he playing? What's the old guy no, doing? he's coaching. Doing? Oh, he's, he's coaching. coaching. So yeah. he's not playing now. He's, no, no. He's been training the last couple of weeks, so he might be a chance to try and sneak him back at the back end of the year, but I think he's just about put the cue on the rack. Is he the only coach
1: who could possibly miss
2: a game through injury? <laughs> Is that yeah. like, that, does, uh, Yeah. <laughs> That'd be, but it, it would be. We should get him back on because obviously he's coaching. He's got a better yes. insight to the what's going on in the league. But coming into finals towards the back end of the year, he'd be he'd be good to get back on. Righty,
1: yeah, bounced down two o'clock for all those matches. It's going to be a great round of a quaffle. How'd you go last week?
2: No, we had the bye. So I'm off oh. this afternoon. We're back. We're back at it. We're at home against. um Bay. playing for Bay. Cooparoo, Cooparoo, the right. Kings. We're yep. still undefeated. We've actually yeah. locked up top spot. Right already? We, yeah, we can't lose it. Uh, we get two cracks now. Well, to what's the point the playing them?
1: Just forfeit the rest of the games.
2: Well, yeah, I'm, I took in consideration of maybe ha- missing a few of the next three. And just come back for the finals. Yeah, come back. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Selfish. Uh,
1: <laughs> season 2023, Reggio's are open for Nav AFL Ozkick and Club Footy. Yet you can still sign up at play.afl forward slash Ozkick. When we come back, Barry Wilkinson, the managing director of SW Brokerage, has got some great advice around financial distress. We'll get to that next. Saturdays in the Southeast
0: on SEN. Recruit Jake and the crew at Edwards and Smith Buyers Agents. Visit edwardsandsmith.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast. It's all about health, wealth and footy. Let SW Brokerage help you meet your financial goals. This is Saturdays in the South East on SEM. Certainly is. Jason
1: Matthews, Jake Edwards here for your Saturday morning. What is a massive weekend in the South East for sports. You've got the Lions and Geelong sold out this afternoon. You've got the Titans taking on the Roosters. It's all happening. Uh, at Seabus and the NRLW game before that as well. The uh, Titans NRLW taking on... The North Queensland Cowboys, question for you without notice, why is the female NRLW team called the Cowboys? Why isn't the Cowgirls? I'll let you think about that for a while. (laughs) I don't want to go into that. (laughs) We're going to talk about uh, all things financial right now. Uh, Try and make you a little bit smarter along with myself Uh, and a man who's a massive football fan as in soccer and one of the great dribblers, uh, Barry Wilkinson, uh, the MD at SW Brokerage joining us now. How are you, Bazaar? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Very good. Did you Before we get into some very good advice and some great information you got for us today, and remember this advice is general in nature, always talk to a professional. Uh, what did you make of the, the Women's World Cup, mate, the opening game with the uh, Matildas? Well, it was
3: great. Great result. Uh, great crowd, obviously. Uh, let's hope they can go on with it. I mean... Just fabulous because obviously, as you know, that the there are a good chance of winning it, Jace. So I think that that's why there's so much optimism around it and excitement. Mm.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it was great to see Baz the other night. Did you sit down on the couch,
3: mate, with your your couple of daughters, and you did you watch? We did, mate. We did. We uh, we really enjoyed it. Uh, and uh, mate, look, in all honesty, it's on the doorstep the world. I think this is the the third most watched sporting event in the world behind the men's world cup the olympic games and then the female world cup um so look it was great i mean the girls loved it um it was a great opening ceremony and and uh mate i look forward to uh, continuously watching it for the next couple of weeks to see how they go
1: right we're going to talk about financial distress and and how that looks barry there's a lot of people doing it tough right now with on average, mortgages going up $15,000 per year, the $250 cheaper electricity bills that were promised in a federal election. Surprise, surprise, didn't come through, which happens with
2: most sides uh, mm. of politics with uh, election promises. And now they're saying that the air the air conditioning over summer probably got to boost our bill by about 450 bucks extra by the end serious? of the year. Are you serious?
1: Yeah, I yeah. it. Oh, well, thanks start. for that great news, mate. I was struggling <laughs> yeah. enough. There, yeah, great. Oh. Uh, ha- yeah,
3: Thanks, Jake. Yeah,
1: thanks, mate. Uh, what does financial distress look like?
3: You know what, Jace? And today I'm quite passionate about this conversation because, you know, being in finance for the last 25 years and, and helping thousands of people with it, what we, tell, what we tend to neglect is the behaviour of what financial distress looks like because we're so busy being busy. And particularly, I'll probably want to speak to like the younger generation today of the listeners for the next five minutes while I've got everyone's kind of attention, is that the poor budgeting habits, it's unclear goals, it's, it's, it's resistance to change, it's poor communications, it's different attitudes, it's misinformation, it's ego, low financial literacy and unclear expectations. This is what's coming at the younger crew i mean if you look at suicide rates which is probably the most disheartening one uh people tend to you know obviously there's i think there's eight per day six six out of those eight are young men you know so it's the tenth leading cause of death in australia with with young men Mm. uh with females it's you know tends to be the 22nd leading cause of death so it doesn't matter those statistics are quite scary but You know, when you hear that kind of stuff, Jason, the impact it does have, you know, people tend to live without them, outside their means, the mental fatigue, the loss of control, the, the, you know, the the, the exclusive, you know, they kind of go back into their shell with social interaction, not being able to cover emergency situations, irrational money decisions, reliance on social services, transfer of poor, poor financial habits, because obviously our upbringings. And loss of what's important to us. That's what I see, and that's what's the most alarming part when it comes to the finance. Nowadays, Jason, those are the bad habits. Mm -hmm. So if any of your young listeners are out there listening, honestly, there's so much help out there. They don't have to do that. They don't have to think that no one's out there prepared to help. So that's one of the things that runs really deep with me, Jason. I actually love it. Um, It's probably has a lot. I've been impacted myself, and I can relate to a lot of those financial distress
2: uh, behaviours. Yeah, I think it's, we've all been in a position at some stage in our lives where finances have caused a lot of distress uh, on our personal lives and our businesses and our relationships and, and so forth. And just to back up your your statement, uh, Barry, around uh, the stats and so forth, I think uh, Lifeline might have come out, I think this first quarter, and said they had 40-odd thousand more calls this time than they did last year. And I think mm. up to 70% of those it's based around financial stress. And this is coming off the back of a COVID pandemic mm-hmm. where
1: people were already stressed yep. to the limit with being locked down and, and whatever, not being able to work, not being able to go to school, that sort of stuff. So this certainly is just
2: like a pile on, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And it seems to be um, relevant and it's happening today. And again, Lifeline don't throw these numbers out willy-nilly. Yeah. 40,000 more calls and they get, they get a lot as it is already. So... A system that is already under strain uh, with the support of people, um, and that our health system here in Australia, which, let's be honest, is suffering significantly state by state as it has the last twelve months because of the the impact that the financial commitment the governments have made to, to COVID. Um, yeah, it, it's a it's a huge impact. Barry, mate, what what but, advice could you give to a to a young person maybe in that position right now? Is there anything that they can do to to
3: work yeah, ready? no. Look, certainly, Jake. I mean, I I suppose just go back a step with what you were saying just before. The financial literacy that's out there now for the younger generation on the phones and on the internet was a lot more than what, I mean, I'm 45, 46 years of age. You didn't have that. You didn't have that at the top of your hands or your, your fingertips when you were younger. So it amazes me now that we've got those statistics still are quite high with all the literacy out there. So like a good relationship with money, like if you look at the behaviour, you know, people are, are keen on developing it and, and achieving their goals. They're open, they're eager, they're, they're keen to learn. They embrace change. It's the big thing. Jase, you mentioned before, COVID, that was a big change. People have got to embrace the change. You know, they've got to be accountable for what they're spending their money on. They've got to view mistakes as setbacks and opportunities to learn. They've got to prepare for what's ahead. That's a big thing. Um, and you're not you're not fulfilled by the materialistic things. I mean, how easy it is it to get on to do after pay, to mm-hmm. increase your credit card, to spend yeah. money, to give you that instant little, you know, dopamine hit, but then the the, the ramifications that, that come with it afterwards. And you've got to seek out financial advice, you've got to take action. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to, what what I've said this to be on on this podcast and, and the radio before. Take one day out of three hundred and sixty five of your day just to spend on your financial you know your financial awareness but there's a thing called cbt uh, jake and jace it's the cognitive behavior therapy you know the thoughts the emotions the behavior what affects me how do i feel what affects me things how i act and how we feel and, and how we think so the cognitive behavior you know if you actually step back and consciously look at your behavior um and maybe some of those points that I just spoke about some of your listeners your young listeners hopefully I'm hoping take this on board to know that if they acknowledge their behavior and if they can align themselves with some of the things that I've brought up take action there's people out there willing to help um and certainly you know people like myself regardless how long I've been here mate, we're always prepared to help yeah, I, I... um and so just for you go sorry mate
2: no no you finish up mate you go you're
3: so, so you'll find that the common challenges, right, people need to distinguish two things. Number one, it's the level of concern and the level of control. You know, what can you control? Well, you can control finding yourself a better rate. You can do planning your meals. You can start saving. Um, you can start a budget. You can't control, you know, you can't control what's helped, what else is happening out in the world at the moment uh, with inflation and, and, you know, with, Rising costs of interest rates and what's not. So, you've really got to maybe distinguish between the two what your level of concern is and what you can control. That would be my mm. advice to any listeners out there.
2: Yeah, I, as I said earlier, I think anyone, everyone I meet on a weekly, daily basis have a conversation. We've all been impacted some way mm. financially over the last 12 months. So, whether that's big or small, people that have got like you, Jace, your own 40. Rental properties here on the coast. You've been yeah, impacted right. yeah, by yeah, interest yeah. rates. You got to put your rates up. <laughs> it, it folds through right down to uh, you know the, the, the small people, mate, who, who act at the bottom end of the of the chain. But everyone's been impacted. So the point I'm trying to make here is that no matter how silly you might feel about the financial impact or stress it might be having, it's important to you. Yeah, and why that's important is for to reach out and get help. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And 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 contact people like Lifeline. Mm. Don't be embarrassed. Thirteen, eleven, mm. fourteen is is the number to, to give them a call on. Um, and I will say thing Barry, just before we let you go, because we've got to run. I have had two people mention to me over the last fortnight that they have spoken to their financial advisors after hearing you on the show on SCNQ and 1620 and have actually refinanced their mortgages... Just to help that little bit at the moment, while the interest rates are so high, knowing that when they come down, they can actually pay more. So, mate, well done to you uh, for giving that advice out because it actually has, Thanks, helped, has helped some families, which is really good to hear.
3: Thanks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, beauty. Jake, uh,
3: yep. Jake and Jess, I'll, uh, I'll give you these last seven tips quickly. We've the, got to run. Any of your listeners, get the, cut the cost of your. If you can look at cutting costs of your grocery bills, use an app to you know look for cheaper price of petrol. You know, sell unwanted items, switch your savings account, reduce your your energy bill as much as you can, and use cashback sites.
1: Yeah, good tip, that.
3: Qantas, I don't understand Qantas, them. Qantas points, yeah.
1: I don't understand mm. them, but maybe someone can uh, help educate us on those cashback uh, sites as well. I tell you, i use an app, by the way. Download this. This is not even an advertisement. A place called Ozbargain. Download because I'm cheap download that app and it gives you all these people just put stuff on there, which is cheap. And they talk about cashback sites and I don't know, I need to get the kids onto that. They'll work that out. But anyway, I've got to go Barry, if you want some advice. Yes. Pleasure boys. Next, maybe the next
3: time I'm on, I'll talk about the cashback
1: sites. eh? There you go. Grow your wealth with our trusted financial specialist from SW brokerage. That's the SWB way. Thanks Barry. Thanks, boys. Have a great Thanks, weekend. I'll see you later on. Right again, break time on Saturdays in the Southeast. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have a look at everything that's going on around the Southeast this weekend. And boy, there is a plethora of things happening. This is Saturdays in the Southeast on SEN.
0: Recruit Jake and the crew at Edwards and Smith Buyers Agents. Visit edwardsandsmith.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast with Jake Edwards and Jason Matthews. It's all about health, wealth, and footy. Yeah, hello to our listeners on
1: SCNQ in Brisbane and also 1620 on the Gold Coast. The Odds Couple coming up in just a moment. Before we go, Jakey, of course, uh, you've got footy uh, this afternoon. So yep. good luck with that. Yep, thanks, mate. Um, we pm Yes, yeah, whereabouts. If anyone wants to go out and start the Jake Edwards fan club, uh, uh, where yes. are you playing?
2: Uh, we're at the castle, mate. We call the King's Castle, which is a Giffen, right. Giffen Park yeah, in brew yeah. How much is, is there a – I've never been there, so excuse. That's okay. Is is there a Cairn Hill? Yeah, well, they've got a great set-up there, actually, okay. where they've got uh, a local um, – you'd love this. They, they uh, do – it's called Barbecue Mafia, and they've got the, all the meat and stuff. They oh, do the what? slow-cooked beef and the brisket and all that stuff. How do you concentrate? Well, it's hard, especially when there's a bit of wind going, pushing, <laughs> pushing towards the southeast, but – no, it's a great setup there. Yeah, they're all the boys. It's an old boys' day too. So, we'll, oh, so they'll get there. They'll be probably we get maybe a hundred or so to home that's games. Awesome. Yeah, and they get on on the cans and they. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good fun. You know
1: what? And they just talk about
2: rubbish, rubbish, which is great for your mental health. Winning flags and yeah, uh, yeah, you know, all the good games and the and the fun times, which yeah, is what Leekwood is about. Better not lose with the old boys there. Nah, we've got Morton Bay. I think they're sitting at the bottom. But Are they are, the bugs? But, uh, what are No, the Lions. They're the Lions. Oh, they're the lines. They're the I'm lines. doing some good gear there. The Morton
1: Bay Bugs. <laughs> yeah, no, no. no.
2: But, um, nah, we're looking, we're looking all right, mate. We've got a few out, but we're in a position now where we can start looking at a few different plays and different positions. Yeah, nice. So forth, which is nice.
1: Good luck with that. Uh, what do they say? Break a leg? Yeah. Or don't what, break a leg or something like what that? Are you, what are you doing? Mate, are you uh, I'm, I'm just doing some... I'm leaving here. I've got a list of chores I've got to get done. I'm not playing golf mm. today. Uh, there's no host plus cup on today, so what I'm going to do is get cracking, get into the chores now, and then I'm just free to watch sport mm. all day, all nights. I'm doing some steak on the barbie for dinner. So we, we've got we've got the Ashes, we've got we've got the golf, we've well, got mate, we've got the Titans. Titans. That'll that'll start off, and then we've got the Lions, so, the Lions versus. Giants. Oh, I can't wait for that game. Oh, I think that's going to be an yeah, amazing. Oh mate, that is an absolute cracker of a game. I'll be watching that. There's more NRL tonight. There's the Ashes. There's the, the World Cup. Of course, you've got England uh, playing uh, tonight at the Gabba, yep. which is amazing, in the FIFA Women's World Cup. There is so much going on. Uh, and don't forget the Suns mm. uh, tomorrow up against uh, GWS 110. Uh, that's on. And here's the other one. Here's the other thing. Uh, the 151st British Open is on as well. Of course, Ken Smith won that last year.
2: It's uh, it's looking good. The young the young fellas going oh, all right, mate.
1: I just yeah. Anyway, it's just too much. Don't call me before two p.m. That's that's
2: my suggestion. It's such a struggle. Have a good weekend, mate.
1: Yeah, enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week as well. Saturdays in the southeast on SENQ and sixteen twenty SEN on the Gold Coast. Coming up next, the odds couple. Enjoy your weekend.